0: Let me be pleasing
1: approach your throne oh father lord god
2: once again this evening lord we just want to be pleasing to you oh god we want every bit of us oh lord to be pleasing to you oh god and father we pray this evening oh god if there is anything in us oh lord god has been said and done lord i may not be pleasing to you father lord we just ask that you wash us and knee, oh god the father there will be nothing lord that will hinder the move of your spirit oh lord god Father for we know that you are here oh Lord God and, and oh Father Lord if your people Lord of oh God will come and want to call the Father with one heart oh Lord and one mind Lord Father we know that the supernatural will take place oh Lord God and we know wherever you are Lord the supernatural is there to take place oh Lord God so Father we pray once again oh Lord that the Father this evening Lord you will move in a sovereign way of oh God that you move the hero aside O oh Lord God the oh Father to be the Holy Spirit on the inside Lord being quick by the word of oh lord that has spoken a oh Lord father lord I pray that you lay your servant aside, oh God that you take full control oh Lord God oh father that you move a oh lord god a vessel out of the way of oh God for lord that is all the gift is the oh lord God if we can get ourselves out of the way oh Lord, for you to speak a oh lord and that's what we desire this evening of oh god that we will move out of the way oh Lord god and oh, you will speak to us the oh lord how grateful we are lord how you've been speaking to us in the past services of God and father' just ask once more, oh Lord God, this evening Lord, that you will speak to your people oh Lord Father, in a special way, discerning thoughts and hearts and intents, oh Lord God, oh Lord you will be personal this evening, oh God that you move, oh Lord God, in a sovereign way, Lord, let every chains of the enemy be broken, oh Lord God oh Father, let there be freedom, let there be liberty amidst your people, oh God for Lord, where you are, Lord, where your spirit is, oh Lord God, you said there is liberty, oh Lord God so Father, we claim, oh Lord, and we make way for liberty, O oh Lord God, that you will have your way, O oh Lord God, not the enemy, Lord God, will be defeated, O oh Lord, for wherever you show up, O oh Lord God, Satan is no place there, O oh Lord God, Lord, you see the many needs to be in the body, O oh Lord God, this evening, Lord, we pray that you meet with each and every one of them in a special way, O oh God, Father, whether they be here, O oh Lord God, whether they be in the hospital, O oh Lord God, whether they be home, O oh Father, Lord, we ask that you move, O oh Lord, in those places, O oh God, Lord, may you have your way oh Lord God. May you be the God in the service, oh Lord God. May you be the God in the people, Lord. We pray this evening. Lord, we just want to say that we love you, oh, Lord God. Well, there is none like unto you, oh Lord God. But we don't know why we would be, O oh, Lord if we hadn't met you, oh Lord God. We don't know why we would be, oh Lord, if you had not chosen us and called us a Father. But Lord, this evening we want to say thank you for your grace, the oh, Lord God. Thank you for your election, oh Lord God. Thank you for predestination, oh Father Lord. And Lord, we just pray you have your way your lord and the sovereign way your god we thank you we love you, lord god as we come it all to you in jesus christ's name we pray amen and amen amen amen
1: god bless you thank you brother michael and musicians god bless you amen god bless you all and it's sure good to be here again and, and, and to share the word of the lord amen good to see you all and sure so glad to have my brother and sister here with me amen and have so been good to see them. It's nice to see them on Wednesday picking them up and Amen. It's it's always a blessing to be to be around family, amen. And, and I also really want to say God bless you all. Amen. I I do appreciate each and every one of you. I should have appreciated the, the your appreciation for me, amen. And and I do the same. It's it's both ways. So I am blessed to be here. Amen. I I thank the Lord for bringing me here. He knew what he was doing. Amen. And I needed to be here this time. And it's not just me being a blessing, but you all are a blessing to me. Amen. And so we're grateful for that. My family is very, very proud of each and every one of you. And they really love you all with all your heart, dear hearts. And my parents wish they would have been here too, but it didn't work out for them this time. But I believe they'll be here sometime, soon, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We sure enjoyed the service this morning, did we? Amen. God bless you, Brother Ed. Amen. We needed that. I needed that. Amen. And God sure has been moving in a special way from last Sunday. And I tell you, Brother Moses, that really ministered to me last Wednesday. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's take our Bibles this evening. Let's open to the book of Revelation. Amen. Revelation chapter 19. Amen, Revelation chapter 19. We want to read from verse 7 to verse 10. Amen. So let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See thou doest not. I am thy fellow servant, and of mine brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of the word. You might have your seat. Amen. Amen. I find it interesting here as as John will bow down to worship this angel, That the angel will say to him, "Worship the Lord." Amen. He doesn't say worship me, but he says worship the Lord. Amen. And and we are here to worship the Lord. Amen. And we have received a message from an angel. And amen. An angel messenger of this age. And. And he's come to tell us that we need to worship the Lord. Amen. We're not here to worship a man, but we're here to worship the Lord. Amen. I believe we're living in a time that truly it is the time of the marriage. And the marriage is taking place right here. Amen. And we all believe and know that we live in this place to go to the marriage supper. Amen. Our title this evening is Imposition for a Rapture. Amen. In position for a rapture. Amen. I believe that it's time for us to be in position for a rapture. Amen. There's no more delay. We see the signs around us that the time has come for us to be able, or the time has come for us to live this place. Amen. God promised it. Amen. But it is a time that his promises must come to pass. Amen. And we believe that we're living in the season in which the promises are going to come to pass. Amen. Now in the word imposition, as we title us, imposition, for a rapture name to be in position means that someone or something is in the correct or usual place or arrangement. Amen. That means to be in position that someone or something is in the correct or usual place or arrangement. Amen. And it also means that the the, the someone or the person or or the object is set in position as well for a specific purpose. Amen. It's set in position for a specific purpose. And and the person on the object that is set in this position is set in that position because whoever put the person or the object in that position... Has confidence in that person and in that object that is going to bring to pass the purpose why is in that position. Amen. Now you take for example a guitar. Now in the person that makes a guitar, he's got a strings that he puts in the guitar. Amen. Now he's put the strengths in those positions in a certain order because he he knows what he wants to achieve. Amen. When when the, when the, the strings are, 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 have been taught or have been have been moved in a certain way to make a Certain sound, amen. And He's placed them there for that purpose, amen. And they are there in that position to fulfill the purpose, and the purpose is to give a melody, amen. The purpose is to make a music, amen. And that is the order in which they has to be on the guitar. Now, if you change the order of that, they will still give a music, but it'll be an uncertain sound, amen. It wouldn't be the sound of the maker of that instrument, amen. The maker has made it in that way for a purpose. Your position in that way for a purpose because he's looking for a certain sound. Amen. Amen. Amen and we know that we are living now in this age and we have been placed here also for a purpose amen God has placed us here for a purpose and brother Branham was speaking Christ as the mystery of God revealed and, and he was there to express the purpose of God as his first was to express himself in Jesus Christ but then say his second purpose was to gain preeminence in the people amen and we know that this gaining of preeminence in the people is nothing but the marriage that is taking place amen because we're living in a time of marriage and a marriage is between a is a union between two people amen and as God has taken the preeminence in his body that is what is bringing the marriage to take place we are becoming one with him amen he is becoming like us and we are becoming like him and the reason why God is doing all this is for the final purpose that at the end of it all he will take his bride and bring hair to his side amen that is the rapture that is about to take place amen in other words that he will will come and claim his possession that he has redeemed, as Brother Branham explained it in the breach. Amen. Now in recognizing your day and this message, now this quote has been used for the past couple of weeks, And Jeffersonville 1964, Brother Branham said, as a minister of the gospel, I can't see wanton left but the going of the bride. Amen. In 1964, Brother Branham is saying, I can't see anything left but the going of the bride. Now, before Brother Branham gets to this quote, he started to talk about Israel and how Israel is getting into the land and, and they're getting ready as well as the dispen- the, the Gentile dispensation is coming to an end and, and soon going to be moving to the Jews. So, Brother Branham is expressing this quote right after he's been saying all these things about the Jews. And so, he goes on to say, and the bride has has to be taken away Before they, speaking about the Jews, is that before they can recognize what has happened. He said, they were bound, scattered. I mean, they were scattered, blinded, and now gathered. And he's talking about the Jews. Amen. But now he comes back to the bride and he said, what is left? The bride to be taken out of the way. Waiting for the going of the bride. So the prophets of Revelation 11 can call them to the feast of the trumpet to make them to recognize what they have done. Amen. So, but is saying, all I can see right now that is left is, the going away of the bride. Amen. That's the only thing that is left. So if God has come to a place that it is time for him to fulfill his last purpose, which is the one to take away his bride, then that means that there has to be a people in position to fulfill that purpose. Amen. There has to be a people in position to fulfill that purpose. Amen. And these people can only be in one position. The only position that these people can be in to fulfill this purpose is the position of a bride. Amen. There is no other position they can be in to fulfill this purpose. Amen. They can not be in a position of a servant to fulfill this purpose. Amen. They can not be in a position as a friend to fulfill this purpose. Amen. They can be in a position as an acquaintance that only get to talk about the Lord when they need him. Or only pray to him when they have need or they're in trouble. They can not be in a position to be able to fulfill the last purpose of God. Amen. But they have to be in the position position of a bride. Amen. Any other position that they will be in won't be at a right position for them to take a rapture. Amen. The only position they can be in is that of the bride. Amen. To be in a position as a queen. Just like Esther was in a position of a queen. A position of authority. To put Satan back in his position. Amen. That she can claim her inheritance. Amen. She can claim her freedom. She can claim her liberty. She can claim her peace. Amen. Because you see, Esther was married to the king. And Esther's marriage to the king wasn't for Esther to be a slave. Esther's marriage to the king wasn't for her to be unhappy. Her marriage to the king wasn't for her to live in fear. But her marriage to the king was for her to be and heir to everything that the king has. Amen. That was the purpose why Esther was married to him. Because one day Esther was going to be in heir, or she was in heir. while she was married to the king. To everything that king had. Amen. So if the king had possessed the land of, of salvation, then that means that Esther is in heir to salvation. Amen. If the king has possessed the land of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, then that means that Esther is in heir to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If the king has possessed the land of liberty, the land of freedom, amen. Amen. Then Esther is an heir to that land. Amen. It is her possession. Why? Because it is the king's possession. Amen. But she has to become the bride. Amen. Because if she's not the bride, she can't be her heir to what the king has. She has to become the bride. Amen. So in the message, the marriage of the Lamb, Brother Branham will start to take this. And, and he'll start to talk about the different ways of the step into marriage. Amen. And, and as Brother Branham will take this, he'll start off to, to take the natural marriage, the different steps in it. And he'll start to bring it to the spiritual. Amen. And Brother Branham will say the first step in a marriage is a decision. Amen. Is that a decision has to be made. And the decision must be made on both ends. Amen. The man must decide that I want to marry this lady. And the lady must decide that I want to marry this man. Amen. But we know that we're living in a time that God has made already his decision. Amen. God has already made his choice. Amen. That he is going to marry this bride. Amen. And the one that he has predestinated can only make one decision if you are predestinated seed of God there is only one decision that you are going to make amen because he has already made his decision he said I am choosing this lady and if you are predestinated and if you were part of him from the foundation of the world then you will make the same decision just like Rebecca made the decision and said I will go amen and she said I will go even though I have never seen him but I will go amen even though the journey will be rough I will will still go. Amen. No matter what going to take, him, I will go. Amen. Why? Because Eliezer has told me about him. Amen. Eliezer has told me that he is alive. Amen. Eliezer didn't only come to me and give me gifts and tell me here are the gifts from Isaac. But Eliezer also told me that he has got a home that is waiting for me. Amen. And you know why Eliezer said that he had a home? Because Eliezer had Been in that home, amen. Eliezer had been in that home. He has seen that home. He had met the people in that home, and now he's coming to Rebecca and saying to Rebecca, "See, he has got a home, and he is ready for you." And Rebecca said, "I will go. It doesn't matter what it takes. I will go, amen. It doesn't matter how hard the journey is. I will go because Eliezer told me that there is a home waiting for me." And Rebecca believed the word of Eliezer, amen. There was something inside of her that was pulling her, even though she had never seen him, but something was pulling her. But you see, many a times the people will come to a decision and they will stop there. Amen. They will come to a decision and they will stop at a decision. Amen. It was okay, Brother Andrew. But you see, if Brother Andrew and Sister Melissa had only stopped at a decision, they wouldn't been sitting together right now. Amen. Sister Melissa couldn't call herself a heir to whatever Brother Andrew had. Sister Melissa couldn't call herself a daughter anymore. If they had only stopped at a decision. And they said, oh, well, I've decided this. And she said, I've decided. But they just stopped there. Nothing would have happened. Amen. And there are many people that stop at a decision. I have decided to be a message believer. I have decided to follow this message. I have decided to believe Brother Branham to be the prophet of the hour. But that is not what makes you a bride. A decision is not enough. Amen. That is just the first step to the real marriage. But well, many people will stop at a decision, but the decision is not enough. Brother Branham will go on and say, And after a decision is made, after after, and I said, and then after the decision is made that you are, then, then comes the engagement. He said you find there at the altar, you've got to make an engagement before this union can be. And that's the way it is with Christ, with Christ Church. It has to be an engagement with Christ. A pledge, an engagement, a love affair, amen. And the love affair must only be between the the man and the woman. There can't be anything between them. There can't be any flirting between them, amen. Amen. We can't say that we are married to the king, but yet be flirting with the world. And be flirting with our complexes, and be flirting with our weaknesses, And, and be flirting with our habits. Amen. There can't be anyone between the man and the woman. Amen. Because it is a holy union, amen, between the two. First John 2, verse 15 and 16, who say, Love not the world, neither the ten that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Amen. In the engagement where, the love is, where there is love in there, is that If any man has love in the world, the love of God is not in them. Amen. And now he'll tell us about the love of the world. Is that For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life is not of the Father but of the world. So the engagement cannot be called an engagement if there is someone in between it. And I don't believe that Tony and and Katie would have got married if Tony said, you know, there's this other girl that is here that I think we like her. Yeah, Katie said, no. Well, Tony, you did a good job to not bring any girl in there. (laughs) Amen. But you see, you can't have anyone in between this relationship. Amen. And so will our Heavenly Father not accept an engagement that had someone flirting with the world. We can't be married, but yet flirting with the world. Amen. Because if we do that, the scripture says the love of God is not even in us. So the engagement hasn't even taken place. Amen. Amen. Now, do we make mistakes? Yes, we do. But where is our heart at? What is our desire? What is driving us? What is actually pulling us? Amen. Do we really feel sorry when we do something wrong? Do we go to repent or only when we come to church and we hear the preacher talking about it? Amen. Amen. That's the engagement. There must be a love affair. But it's only between a man and a woman. Amen. Brother Branham goes on and says, Well, the third stage now will be the exchange of promises. Amen. And we know that we make many promises to the Lord, but we fail in our promises. But you see, we're glad as you know, the marriage doesn't stop at promises because there's something else that takes place after the promises that helps us even if we fail in keeping our part of the promise because of something that happens later and will come to us. But he comes to the part of the promises, but we know that his promises never fails. Amen. When he makes a promise, he brings it to pass. Amen. If he promised that he'll give us the new bird, he'll give you the new bird. If he promised that the new bird is to your children and to your children's children, that he means that the new bird is to your children and to your children's children. If he makes a promise, he means it. If you promise that you are going to overcome, then you are going to overcome. If you promise that you're going to defeat the enemy, then you are going to defeat the enemy. There is no any other way around it. Because that's what he said. His promises can never fail. Amen. If He promise that he'll heal you, then he will heal you. If he promises that he'll deliver you, then he will deliver you. Amen. But all of these promises has no value if the engagement is wrong. Amen. The promises has no value if the engagement is wrong. Because remember, the engagement is based upon love. And if you love him with all your heart, then you will believe all of his word. But if you don't love him with all of your heart, then you're not going to believe all of his word. In other words, you're not going to have faith in all of his word. Because Brother Branham will speak to us and he will say that love is the incentive of faith. Amen. So if there is no love in there, then faith cannot manifest itself. Amen. Amen. Because you have faith in someone because you love them and you know that they love you back. But if you've got someone else in that relationship, then your faith towards that person is not as strong. Amen. Amen. Because love is an incentive of faith. And when we love the world and the things of the world, what happens that doubt starts to creep in. Amen. When we start to have two masters, you're going to serve one more than the other. Amen. There starts to creep in. Amen. Now look at the children of Israel. Now and the children of Israel had the Lord as, as their guide, as their keeper, as the one that will fight for them in their battle. And they loved the Lord. And, and you know, they, they, they were walking with the Lord and they, they were believing the promises of God. But it came to a point that Israel started to look at the nations around them. And they started to see that the nations around us have got a kin. And they said, We also want a kin. And the moment they started to turn their eyes from their God to looking for a kin, their and started. Amen. Their love for the Lord wasn't the same anymore. Amen. Now their focus was more on the kin than on their God. Why? Because the engagement was starting to get them broken. Their love wasn't for only one anymore. Now they're looking for someone else to substitute the place of their God. And now in the promises that God had made them is not a reality anymore. Amen. It's not a reality anymore. Why? Because the engagement was starting to be broken. And we have a man in the Bible by the name of Samson. Amen. And we know how Samson started to flirt with Delilah. Amen. Samson thought it was okay to just, you know, find a girl and all that and started to flirt with Delilah. But very soon we find out that Samson's love for Delilah became more than his love for the Lord. Amen. He had a Nazarite vibe, but very soon as he started in the flirts, his love started to change for more for Delilah than it is for the Lord. And very soon we know what happened. The Samson's strength is taken away from him. His strength is taken away from him. And we know that his strength was in what? was in the seven locks that were behind his head. And we find a beautiful type in there because the seven locks was on his head. Amen. And the action came in his body. Amen. Amen. And we, we, I won't go deep in that, but those locks was in the head, and the head is Christ. Amen. And But the body was the one that was moving in the action. But those seven locks had to be there. And we're living in an age that we know that the strength of the church is the revelation of the breaking of those seven seals. And those breaking of the seven seals came down by the Christ, Christ who was the head. And he's come on the body. And the power is now on the body to destroy the works of the enemy. Amen. But so far as Samson was there flirting, he lost his power. Amen. He lost his strength. Amen. Because his love had changed uh, for what? For Delilah. Amen. And Brother Brown will talk about strength, and Brother Brown will also type it to faith. And he'll say, faith is a strong man. It's a man that when to say shuts up, everything shuts up. Amen. Amen. he said faith is a strong man. And now here is Samson losing a strand because of the lack of completely surrendering himself to God. Because bringing someone else in the relationship. And when the church of the living God gets to a place where they get yourself in a relationship with someone else than Jesus Christ, they start to lose their strength. Because Samson started to lose the focus of who he really is and what he was raised for and what he was meant to be. Why? Because something crept in the relationship. Amen. And when the church of God started to lose that and started to flirt, then we started to lose the revelation of who we really are. Because the revelation of who we are is in the opening of the word. That is what reveals who we are. That's what tells us who we are. That gives us back our claims. Amen. But the moment he starts to flirt, then that starts to happen. That we start to lose who we are and the focus of who we really are. Amen. But you see, a lack of a total surrender finally will bring, Samson, will bring Samson into a prison. And Samson will be grinding in a prison. Amen. And sometimes the reason why we find ourselves in some prisons like depression or some prisons, some prisons like anxiety or some prisons of fear, is sometimes because we didn't totally surrender. We haven't totally given it all to the Lord. Because the reason why you're so worried that it's bringing anxiety and depression is because you haven't totally and completely surrendered your burden to the Lord. Because if you've totally surrendered to him, then you've got rest. Because the scripture is said in Matthew that, you know, bring your burden unto me and I'll give you my yoke, which is light. Amen. But when we are still carrying that burden and we haven't fully surrendered it, then Satan has got the position or the way into it to bring us into a prison. Just like Samson ended up in a prison because of a lack of a total surrender. Amen. But if the church can come to a place where they fully surrender to the Lord. Amen. They've come to a place where they're feeding on the revealed word of God. Amen. And they love God with all of their heart. Amen. Then we are in position. Amen. To exercise the faith that is in the word. Amen. If only we could come to that place of a full surrender. A place where we're fully committed and given ourselves to Him. Then we are in position for God to fulfill His word amen and there is not enough devil in hell to stop God from fulfilling His word amen because God will always back up his promises amen if he promised you something he is going to back it up amen his zeal will fulfill it amen because he said it amen Amen. Amen. and there is nothing that can stop it amen amen but you see sometimes the promises also is another place that people come and they stop Amen. People come and stop at the promise. You see, Abraham was given a promise that he was going to receive a son. and He waited for twenty-five years and finally the son came. The children of Israel were promised a, a land. But you see, when they got to the land, they had to fight for every inch of it. Amen. So every time there was a promise. But there was something that the people had to do. Abraham had to have faith in the promise. Amen. The children of Israel had to have faith in the promise. And with that faith, be able to push back the enemy. Amen. Amen. But sometimes when we become in the place, when we come into the shoes of Abraham, where we have to wait. Then we start to lose confidence and faith. Right. When we get to the place of the children of Israel where we need to fight. Then we start to back off again. Amen. And, you know, there are people that will come all the way in the journey. They'll make a decision and they'll have an engagement and they'll come to the promise. And they'll stop there also. Because why? God is answering their prayers. They pray and they have an answer. They pray and they have an answer. And they love the Lord with all their heart. And they believe that they've become the bride. You see, that's where many of, unfortunately, some of the churches are at. And I mean the denominational churches. They love the Lord. You ask them, they love the Lord. Have they made a decision to follow the Lord? Yes, they've made a decision to follow the Lord. Is God answering their prayers? Yes, God is answering their prayers. So they believe we are the bride. They've come to the promise. The, the promise has been exchanged. You've seen the miracles happening and they believe we've made it. But the marriage doesn't stop at promises. Amen. Amen. The marriage doesn't stop at promises. <laughs> you go ahead and tell the sister, well, you know what we promised each other? That's it. There's one part that is very special. I know my sister. That's why I'm saying that. There's one part that is very special to the sister. And that's the ceremony. Amen. do will take months to prepare for that ceremony. Amen. My goodness. I don't know how I got on this. <laughs> Well, my best friend is getting married too, so I guess that's why. This is what's going on. eh? (laughs) Amen. But you see, the the, the final part of us all is the ceremony. Amen. If the ceremony doesn't take place, the wedding is not complete. Amen. Because the ceremony is where the vows are made. Amen. The ceremony is where the wedding band is put on. Amen amen because you know how the ceremony is where the bride actually recognized that she had the wedding band or predestinated or merited grace amen that's where she came to that recognition amen if she had stayed at the promises she would have never recognized that she is justified amen that she never done it in the first place because of the grace of god Amen. amen And that the ceremony is the place where a decision is made that there is no return. Yeah. Because remember in the ceremony, the minister has got a right to still ask the question, is there anyone in here that sees the reason why this union doesn't have to happen? Amen. And if there is anyone in there that stands up, while well, we hold on to the ceremony amen but once the ceremony is done amen once those papers are signed amen and the name is changed amen there is no more turning back Amen. Now the name of the lady is no more the name that she had at her birth. Amen. But her name was changed to the name of her husband. Amen. And the name of this bride is no more what she had at her birth. Amen. Some of us were called liars at our birth. Some were called deceivers at our birth. But there came a time when we got into that ceremony that we had a name change. That we are no more a liars. We are no more deceivers. But we are become From the sons and daughters of God. Amen. Our name today is Mrs. Jesus. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. And all authority of heaven has been given to us. Amen. Because whatever he's here of, we are here of also. Amen. We have had a name change, amen. We are no more what we used to be, amen. Because we have gone all the way to the ceremony, amen. And after the ceremony, then you are in position for a rapture, amen. That is where the bride is to come to, where our name has changed, Amen. our name is not the same as we had our birth. But our name has changed. Amen. That we haven't stopped at the promises. We haven't stopped at the decision. Amen. But we've gone all the way. Because we're living in a season. That it is the season of the rapture. Amen. And it is the season of the rapture. Amen. There must be a people in position for a rapture. Amen. There can't be a people that are flirting with the world. To say that they are in position of a rapture. Amen. But the people that are fully Consecrated as we had last Sunday, and people were fully circumcised, amen. And people were living a holy life, amen. A life that is lived by Christ on the inside, not something being manufactured by ourselves, but God living Himself through you, amen. Then you are in position for a rapture, amen. Oh, hallelujah. That is where we are called to be, to be in position for a rapture, Brother Branham said. It's a marriage of the Lamb, he said. But you see, first the decision is made, next engagement, then the promises, and then ceremony, amen. He said, and that's when the bride takes the bridegroom's name. He said, she is no more than of her own name. She takes the bridegroom's name. He said, and then when the church has the ceremony, makes the promises, then she takes the bridegroom's name. Then she is no longer a church of the world. Amen. It says she is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now listen to this part of the corporate. Brother Branham says, "I don't mean that boy name." Right. Amen. Is that I don't mean that boy name? I mean that boy bird. Amen. By nature, by the power of God, amen. Is that by the revealed truth of God in the heart? She becomes a Christian church, the great universal apostolic Christian church. She becomes part of Christ. Is that when she does that, is that Christ injects into her his own spirit? His own life, Amen. Is that and the Bible said to Adam and Eve, you see, is said there you, you are no longer twain but one. He said, and when the woman, the church, is married to Christ, they are no longer two, they are one. Christ in you, amen. Is that that's it? His life has been brought into you, then you become the bride amen the only way that we can become the pride is when his life is injected on the inside of you and me amen but you see the promise here is that if you are predestinated then you are predestinated to receive that life injected on the inside of you amen and until you receive it, we are not living this place amen because he said he's not gonna lose even one amen Amen. so everyone whose name is on the lamb's book of life until they receive that injection we cannot live here because if we live here then that means we've left a part of him amen so if your loved one is predestinated don't you worry amen don't you worry they are coming in because he's not leaving one behind amen everyone that is called to be his bride will be there amen hallelujah when we come into that position where his life on the inside of us and we're walking like he walks and we talk like he talks and we act like he acts amen then we are in position for a rapture amen Amen. That's where God wants his people to be in position for a rapture. Amen. I want you to notice something that the sleeping saints, amen, that went to the grave with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they are in position for a resurrection amen they are right now in position for a resurrection amen they are just waiting for that voice to go out and call out your name and they will rise out of that grave why because they went there with the life of God injected on the inside of them and they are right now in position for a rapture amen and if they are in position for a rapture then we who are alive and remain where are we at amen where are we at amen because they've gone there and they're ready to leave and we are here are we ready to leave amen are we in position for a rapture amen Is the life of God truly injected on the inside of you? That there is nothing else that has the preeminence in you, but God alone has the preeminence in you. Amen. You remember it was in the first Exodus. You see, in the first Exodus, they were paid to leave the land of Egypt. Amen. And you see, they have seen the miracles that had won forward, they have seen the place that had won forward. But now, before they left the land, there had to be a token applied. It was only those that had the token applied that were in position to leave Egypt. Amen. All those that didn't have the token applied, they first had their firstborn died and they drowned in the Red Sea. Amen. They drowned in the Red Sea. Why? Because they didn't have the token applied. They were in position to leave the land. Amen. And if we are in position to leave the land, we ought to make sure that the token is applied. Amen. And the applying of the token today is not upon the doorpost, but it's upon your heart. Amen. The token must be applied upon the heart of the believer. And the way to apply the token was just by simple faith. Amen. It was just by simple faith. You know, sometimes we make it so complicated of the Holy Ghost. But you see, if you are predestinated, you are predestinated to receive the Holy Ghost amen and if only you can have the faith to apply the promise that he said in the the book of Acts and said you be baptized you repent and be baptized and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost if you can take the faith and apply the word you will receive the Holy Ghost amen why because it is a promise amen and if you're predestinated you were predestinated for that promise amen he said in the book of john that he was gonna send the comforter amen he said he will send the comforter it wasn't a man that said it, it was the words of jesus that said that he will send the comforter and if he said it, as we said in the promises he will keep his promise and he will send the comforter Amen. And if you've got the faith, you can apply that token. Amen. To your heart. Amen. But now we don't want to just have a token applied only once and for all. Because Brother Branham said the dynamic of the church will be a refill of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I believe the church ought to be in position for a constant refill of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because if we are still here, then there is more Holy Ghost that we can receive. Amen. Because if If God is still here, then there is more of him that he can reveal to you. There is more of a holy life that we can live. Amen. If he's still here, he's still willing to fill us. Amen. But are we willing to receive more of them, amen? Oh, because friends, we tell you, the rapture is going to be more of the Holy Ghost in you, and more of the Holy Ghost in you, and more of the Holy Ghost in you, that it'll come to a place that you won't have a body change. Because when you are so much filled with God, there is nothing that can happen but a change of the body. Amen. Because Jesus was so much filled with God, that there came a day that they crucified him on the cross. But there was so much God on the inside of him that he went to the grave and rose up again why because God was on the inside of him oh hallelujah hallelujah he was in position for a rapture amen amen Jesus was in position for a rapture and you know how his position was he came as a lamb as we had on Wednesday amen amen He came as a lamb, but the lamb had the potential for a resurrection, amen. The lamb had the potential for a rapture, amen. But in order for him to come to that place, he had to go to Calvary. He had to die, amen. And today we are the lamb. And in order for us to have a rapture, we have to die, amen, amen. We have to die. Amen. Brother Branham will speak about it. And you must be born again. He will constantly say, you must die. He said, you must die. That's the only way you can receive the new birth. Amen. If we don't die, we can't receive the new birth. You know, my dad, you know, when he speak, speaker, he always make this example. He said, you know, if you go, if you go to the mortuary and you find a dead person there, he said you can kick him around. He said you can push him around. You can say, Oh, of things told him, he won't say a word. Why? Oh, because he's dead. Amen. You can step on his toe, you can do whatever you want, he won't say a word amen and, and you know that is where we have to come to a place where you were completely dead that the people will kick you they will say whatever they want are we gonna get hurt yes we are gonna get hurt but if you are dead it is not even gonna bother you oh but you know there are some people that are so much alive in the flesh oh come on church You're so much alive in the flesh that a little hurt will cause them not to come to church A little hurt will cause them not to shake a hand anymore. You are not dead. You are not dead. Because if you are dead, no matter what the hurt, hurt, you will still shake hands. You will still go on your knees and pray for them. If you are dead. Oh, when you start getting in that place, then you're getting into rapture material. Then you are getting into a position for a rapture, amen. But so first you're alive in the flesh, and you are not dead yet. Amen. The Church of the Living God must come to that place. And if we all come to that place, then there wouldn't even be a hurting. Then one wouldn't hurt the other. Amen. Because if we all get out of the flesh, then one wouldn't even hurt one another. Amen. Because now it's no more me, but it's Jesus on the inside of me. And I am dead. Two dead bodies don't fight. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, my. That was fresh. <laughs> Hallelujah. They can't fight because you're dead. Amen. And it is the token. Amen. It will take the token for us to come to that place. Every refilling of the Holy Ghost. That is what will bring the church to that place. Amen. Hallelujah. And you see, when you go to an airport... Amen. You're going to mainly find two classes of people. Amen. You're going to find the people at the airport and, you know, they're just walking around and, you know, they're just happy. And, oh, mine. it's a wonderful day for them. And and they're just walking around and, you know, they're just hugging their loved ones. And, oh, they're happy for them as they're taking their journey. Amen. You know, they're not very much concerned because they are they are just gonna, you know, be in the airport for a little while and then they go back in their car and they go back home. Their eyes are just, you know, just around them. The way is just, you know, just a casual way. They're not worried about anything. That's one group of people at the airport. But then there's another group of people at the airport, amen. You know, this group of people, they are very attentive. They're attentive to every news that is said in the airport. Amen. They're very attentive to everything that is going on. Why? Because they've got themselves in a position for a journey. Amen. So the attention actually is on the board. Amen. They're always looking up to see when is my flight about to take. Well, you see, the other group of people, they don't care about what's going on on the board. They don't care about the voices that have been spoken in the airport. Because they're going nowhere. Amen. Well, this other group of people, not only are they always on the board, and not only are they getting ready to leave, but they have a passport in their hands. You see, the other group of people, they came there with not even a passport in their hands because they have no intention of taking a journey. Amen. But these people have got a passport in their hands. And not only do they have a passport in their hands, but they have a ticket in their hand. Amen. Why? Because you're getting ready for a journey. Amen. And friends, I tell you, the church of the living God, as this living in a place where they ought to be ready for a journey. Amen. I don't believe we ought to be walking in this world and be completely unconcerned and just living our life anyway, because there is a voice that is still sounding in this age. Amen. The voice of this age is not dead. Amen. And if we are getting ready for a journey, then we will be listening. Him to that voice amen we will be listening to that voice because we're getting ready for a journey amen we've already received our identity we know who we are we came from him and we're going back to him but in order for us to go back to him we need a ticket in our hands amen we need a ticket in our hands and he has provided a ticket amen he has provided a token amen and without a token we cannot leave this place we ought to be in position for a rapture amen amen to be in position for a rapture amen it doesn't matter who you are if you don't have that ticket you're not getting on that plane Amen. You might have your passport with you, but you're not getting on that plane. You may say, I came from God and I'm going back to God. But you need the token. Amen. You need the token to be able to leave this place. Amen. You see, there was a man on the Bible by the name of Enoch. Amen. You know, Enoch was a pyramid builder. Amen. And he was building a pyramid. But little did he know that he was getting himself in a position for a rapture amen in his building he was getting himself in a position for a rapture amen and in this last age we have received a prophet that came that preached a sermon the stage of a perfect man amen and he preached the sermon of the stage of a perfect man because there was another pyramid that was being built Amen. There was another pyramid that was being built because just as it was in the age of Enoch, so is it going to be in this age also. Amen. So another pyramid was being built. Amen. And so he will preach the stage of a perfect man. Amen. And you know, this pyramid was not being built by hands. Like Enoch's pyramid was built, this pyramid was being built by the supernatural power of God, amen. That was putting faith in the bride, amen. That was putting virtue in the bride, amen. It was putting knowledge in the bride, it was putting temperance in the bride, it was putting patience in the bride, it was putting godliness in the bride, it was putting brotherly kindness in the bride because the pyramid was not going to be like the same of Enoch's pyramid. Amen. Because Enoch's pyramid didn't have a cap on it. Amen. But this pyramid that was being built in this age was going to receive a capstone on it. Amen. And that was going to bring hair in position for a rapture. Amen. And I believe that we're living in a time where the capstone is here. Amen. The capstone is here. the brand of saying, Christ, the mystery of God revealed. is said the capstone is here. Amen. But now the question is, is the building ready? Amen. Is the building ready to receive the capstone? Amen. Has the pyramid been built in the way it ought to be built to receive that capstone on it? Amen. Because that is what will place there in a the position for the rapture. Amen. But I believe that we have all the material to build the pyramid. Amen. I believe we have all the material to take to make the building ready for the capstone to come on it. Amen. We receive a message of total deliverance. We receive a message of Christ as the mystery of God revealed. We receive the message of pardon. We've received the message of God as rich God was rich in mercy. We've received the message of restoration of the prey tree. We receive all these messages. And what are they to do? They are to make her ready for the capstone to come on her. And the only way we can build this building is to feed on the word. That's the only way that a building can be built, is to feed on the word. That is the only way that the building can be ready for the capstone to come on us. Amen. And I believe that we are living in that season. Amen. The scripture says in Hebrews 11:5 that by faith Enoch was translated, that he should, he should not see death and was not feigned because God had translated him. Amen. God had translated him. It wasn't so much what Enoch did, but it was what God did. God translated him when he saw he was ready. God translated him when he saw he was in position to be translated. Amen. And we need to come into that position to be translated. And it said before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. He pleased God. I think Brother Andrew will touch on that last Sunday. They saying in other words, he walked with God. Amen. He walked daily with God. Nothing was between him and God. And that brought him to a position for a rapture to take place. Amen. 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 I believe that we're living in a lamb trimming time, church. It's time for us to trim up our lambs, amen. To get ourselves in position for a rapture, amen. But the Branham said, that's the only thing that is left. The only thing he can see is the rapture of the bride, amen. And it is the life of God injected in you and me that will bring us in position for the rapture, Amen. And it it's time for us to trim the lamb, to cut off anything that is not of God on the inside of us. Amen. And I'm speaking to myself as well. Amen. Because we are called to the marriage supper. Amen. And the scripture said that the bride has made herself ready. Amen. Because the marriage of the lamb is come. Amen. And it said that he, he continues to say and. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. Amen. The righteousness of the saints. But it's not our righteousness. It is his righteousness on the inside of us. If we can yield ourselves to him for him to take the preeminence in us, amen, then it's his righteousness that takes place, amen, on the inside of us. But he said we ought to rejoice and be glad. Because the marriage of the Lamb is come. Amen. You see, in the parable that Jesus will give in Matthew chapter 25, you see, there were two groups of people. Amen. There was one group that was in position for a tribulation. Amen. One group was in position for a tribulation. Why? Because they didn't have oil in the lambs. And there was another group that was in position for a rapture. Because they had oil in their lamb. Amen. And I believe it's time for us to check up to make sure that we have the oil in our lamb. Amen. To be in position for a rapture. Amen. I believe we all can say I want to be in position for a rapture. Amen. It doesn't matter what it takes. I want to be in position for a rapture. Amen. I don't want to just stop at a decision that I made that I was going to serve the Lord. Amen. I don't want to just stop at a an engagement to say I love the Lord with all of my heart. But I don't even want to start at the promises that He has made to me or the promise that I have made to Him. But I want to go on to having a ceremony. I want to go on to a place where my name has changed. Amen. To a place where I'm completely dead to my own self. Amen. That there is none of me that is alive anymore. But it's only Jesus Christ that is living on the inside of me. Amen. I believe that is where the pride ought to be. Amen. Amen. You see, brother going will give the story of a, of a little lady, of a little girl, and we all know the story. Amen. And- and how this little girl and, and, she was living with her cousins and she was kind of the despised one and, and all these sort of things and she was pushed back on the side. But we know how this man will come and he was looking for, he was looking for a wife, amen. And, and he'll come to the ranch and as he'll come to the ranch and he'll be looking around and, and finally he'll find this little lady and this little girl and he'll go to this little girl and, and he'll say to the little girl, you are the one that I want to get married to. Amen. And and as the little girl will receive this message, amen, she will take it to her heart. Amen. Because she was promised that in a year's time he was coming back to take her away. And she will put that in her heart. And she will go home and she will start to make preparation for the the rapture, to make preparation for her to take a leave from that place. Amen. We can act. The musicians can come. It's how to make a preparation for that. And you know, in that preparation, she started to sacrifice a couple of times. Amen. Because she realized they need to get a word in garment. She didn't have a word in garment. And she realized they need to get a word in garment. Now, one of the realized, as we read in the book of Revelation, it said unto her is granted... That she should be arrayed in fine linen and clean and white. And the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. So she started realize they need a garment. For this marriage that's supposed to take place. And she started to sacrifice. To make ready to have a garment. The certain things she might have started to put away. Maybe she liked to go shopping whenever she had. Whatever her wages. Just. You start to realize maybe I need to cut off on that a little bit. Maybe I need to cut off on this a little bit. And friends, as we come into a place where we know that our husband is coming and to take us away. I believe we need to come to a place where we have to say there's certain things we need to sacrifice a little bit. For me to be, to have the word encouragement. As we had a baby this morning of holiness. Amen. There are short intents that we need to sacrifice to live that holy life. And that is what will give us the righteousness, the garment, to be ready to take a leave. We may need to sacrifice a little more time to spend with the Lord. And that might sound simple, but that is so hard to find in these days. So hard to find a little time to sit down to listen to a tape. But we're getting ready. We need to get the garment on. But the Abraham says she's clothed with nothing but the word of God. But how can she be clothed with the word of God if she's not in the word? Amen. And Satan knows that. And so he'll do all he can to get us so busy that we can't be in the word. That will give us the clothing and the garment to be in position for a rapture. Yeah. And as that little girl started to sacrifice, so it intends, because she knew there was time for me to leave. I believe as the bride of Christ, we should start a sacrifice a little more for the Lord. I need to sacrifice a little more for the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Sacrifice a little time. Sacrifice a little more time that we spend on, on this than here and Amen. The little tender maybe is on the inside of us that we realize that it's not going to put us in a rapture. Let's sacrifice it. When we realize that we're not completely dead, let's die to it. Amen. Because you know, one day, that girl, she woke up out of his bed for the last time. Amen. She had had a promise made to her. She didn't really know exactly what time he was coming. But she was getting ready. She was getting ready. And one day, for the last time, she got out of her bed. Amen. One day, for the last time, she washed her dishes that she used to wash every day. Life was going to change. Amen. And one day for the last time, we will wake up out of our bed. One day for the last time, we will go to work or get ready to go to work. Amen. Amen. One day it will be for the last time. But we ought to be in position for that day to be the last time. We ought to be in position for the rapture. Amen. He is waiting on you. he's waiting on me. Amen. Let's sing that song, I Want to Be. What he wants me to be. I want to live the way he wants me to
0: live. I want to live the way.
1: Who say Lord, make let me be in position for the rapture, amen. no matter what it'll take. I want to be in position for the rapture, amen. amen. I want to be one of them, amen. You predestinated me, you've called me, amen. And you promised that there is coming a day that you come and take us away, amen. And we believe that that day is here, amen. We believe that the season is here, amen. We believe that the time is here, amen. But I have to be in position for you to take me out of this place, amen. No matter what it will take, Lord, let me be in that position so that you can take me away, amen. Because we're not only in position for a rapture, amen. We're in position for one of the greatest miracles, amen. Let us obey to take place on this earth, amen. It's a great miracle that is about to take place, amen. Where a body is going to be changed, amen. A hair is going to be changed, amen. Everything is going to be changed, amen. The earth itself is going to change, amen. We are in position, not only for a rapture, but in position for a miracle, amen. We had our first miracle, that was the new birth, amen. Brother Brandon was say that was a greater miracle than the virgin birth, amen. But now we are in position for another a miracle, amen. The change of these vile bodies, amen. The raising of the dead, amen. There is another rapture that is coming. Amen. 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 He is here. Deliverance is here. Restoration is here. The dove is here, amen. But is the lamb ready to be led by the dove, amen. Are we in that position? Where the lamb is ready for the dove to come and lead her. Amen. The dove will lead you to the place where you will die. Amen. The dove led Jesus to the place where he died. Amen. But that wasn't the end of us. He rose again. Amen. He rose again. Amen. Amen. Friends, I don't know, but maybe you know the story of Samson that we said. We were speaking often, we left Samson in the prison grinding. but you know that wasn't the end of Samson, amen, that wasn't the end of Samson. They said at one time here that the only head on which those locks could grow again was only on Samson's head. There was no one else in the land of Israel on which head those locks could grow again, only on Samson's head, amen and there are no other people that can receive the revelation of the opening of the word but only you and me amen. amen we are the only people that can receive that revelation amen no one else can receive us amen and no matter what prison you're in i tell you this evening those locks are here amen the revelation is here you don't have to stay in that prison, amen. Whether it be a prison of sickness, amen. Whether it be a prison of depression, no matter what that prison end is, you don't have to stay in that prison. Because Samson didn't stay too long in that prison. Samson walked out of that prison and defeated more enemies than he ever defeated in his life. Amen. And we don't have to be locked in any prison this evening, Amen you can break loose of any prison that you're in this evening amen you can break loose of us amen Amen. the only way you can break loose of us is in this word of god amen Amen. that was the only way that samson could break loose of out of his prison it was only when those locks started to grow again it was only when he started to recognize who he really is That was when he was able to break out of his prison, amen. And when we come to recognize who we really are, then we can break out of our prison, amen. Because there is nothing that can hold us here anymore, amen. There is a deep that is calling, amen. There is a pool that is on the inside of us, amen. It is him that is drawing, because there is a magnet that is on the inside of you and me, amen. Why don't we sing that song, I feel the pool, amen. How many feels that pool? There is something that is drawing us because there is a magnet that is drawing us. But if only we can get ourselves out of the way. If only we can surrender a little more. If only we can let go a little more. Amen. and let God have his way on the inside of us. Amen. He's ready to do the miraculous. Amen. He's ready to do the supernatural. Amen. But he needs hands for the supernatural. Amen. He needs a voice for the supernatural. Amen. He needs a vessel for the supernatural. Amen. And you have been called to be that vessel. Amen. You have been called to be that channel. Amen. And I believe this evening we can surrender ourselves anew. We can rededicate ourselves anew, Amen. And say, God, use me, amen. Let me be that vessel, amen. I want to be in position for a rapture, amen. Not in position for Laodicea, amen. Not in position for a tribulation, amen. But in position for a rapture, amen. Because that is what we call to be. That is the position we call to be in, amen. Let's sing that song to him, I feel the pull,
0: amen. I feel the pull. I hear you.